Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi there, this is Martina Navratilova, and you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to The Tennis Podcast. I'm David Law. I've been on holiday for a few weeks. Catherine Whitaker, my co-host, hasn't. <laughs> She's covering the Rogers Cup in Montreal at the moment, and we'll be hearing from her after the final between Novak Djokovic and Andy Murray, which is uh, played this evening. In this special edition of the Tennis Podcast, we're going to hear from one of the legends of the sport, talking about himself and the game today. Pete Sampras won 14 Grand Slam singles titles, 64 titles in total. He ended the year as the world number one on six occasions, a record that even the great Roger Federer hasn't managed to match just yet. And this week, Sampras has been in Knocker, Belgium, playing in the Optima Open, one of the tournaments on the ATP Champions Tour. Today, he meets Xavier Melis in the final. And our reporter, Stuart Fraser, caught up with him. Pete Sampras, uh, welcome to Belgium. How much do you do you play these days? Is it really only events like this? Yeah, pretty much. I uh, probably play six to eight matches a year. I'm um, doing a couple later in the year in Mexico and one more in, at the, in Virginia. So I, I, I don't play too much. It's just enough to keep me sharp. And, and uh, it's nice to travel a little bit and, hit, and sort of meet up with the guys. And I still enjoy playing. It gets more frustrating as you get older because I'm not quite as good. But I still enjoy it, and um, it's not something I'm going to do forever. I just feel like the next couple of years I might slow down and just sort of take it easy. Uh, it's just tougher on my body, and um, it gets a little frustrating out there when I'm not as sharp and I miss a little bit too much. But uh, all in all, it's, it's been a good thing for me. And what about watching tennis? We, we don't necessarily see you at events all the time watching, but are you watching at home on the television? Yeah, I, I do watch quite a bit, especially during the majors. Uh, second week of, of, of Wimbledon or the Open, I, I watch, see what uh, Roger's doing and, and Novak and seeing that matchup. I don't see it week in, week out. I don't see the early rounds. Uh, I don't rarely sit and watch a whole match. But uh, Wimbledon final, I watch the whole thing and um, I love watching those guys. And uh, So I'm a fan, but just not a, a week in, week out fan. You know Roger Federer very well. You watched that Wimbledon final, yeah. now the US Open coming up. Do you feel that there is one last Grand Slam still left in Roger? I do think there is. I think he's playing well. He's fit. He hits the ball great. I mean, he's doing everything that uh, he's been doing it for years. It is tougher as you get older. And now Novak and Murray are there in their primes now. And I think for Roger to win, things need to fall into place. I think if he has to play... You know, a Murray and then a Djokovic and then a Rafa, like kind of in, in one week or back-to-back, it gets more difficult. And Wimbledon, I think, is his best chance. But the U.S. Open, he's won there five times. He knows what he's doing. 
Uh, I think he's got a good shot, but I think obviously Novak is the man to beat. And Rafael Nadal, he's had his issues recently. Yeah. He, he's still in the top 10 at the moment, but perhaps not dominating as he once did. What, yeah. Do you think he can still find that sort of bring back that domination at one point perhaps I think he can I think he's still working hard he's doing all the right things he's just not playing as well he just seems like anxiety is creeping in he seems a little bit nervous he's hitting a lot of short balls um, a little yippy at times um, and hopefully he he just gets out of it somehow you know just through some winning some matches and you know guys don't fear him as much and it's tough to play defense out there and mentally and physically you know it's He's been out there a while, and it's takes it's, it's taken its toll. Uh, I think he'll be fine, but it's just he, he needs. He's not like Roger, who can sort of not play well and still win. I think Rafa, he's not playing well. He mentally kind of gets a negative and, and feels like he's not as good, and, and sort of convince himself that he's not what he used to be. And, um, and you know, when I was struggling, I still felt like I was the best player in the world. Where Rafa struggles, I think he feels like his career's over. You know, just the, some of the things he says. But he'll be fine. He'll uh, he'll he'll do some. He'll get back to where he once was. Um, you, you, you say that you make Djokovic the favourite. Yeah. What, what do you make of the challenge, Andy Murray, as well? Yeah, I think Andy is just right behind him. I think Djokovic is the way he's been playing this year, and Murray's on a hard court at the U.S. Open. He's he's won it there, and he's gotten to the final there. So he he'll be a contender. And there's a couple dark horses. Um, you know, Montfield seemed like he plays well there if he can put it together. Um, but I like Djokovic and Murray. I think those two guys and Roger, those three are going to be in the last weekend, and we'll see what happens. And last one, Serena Williams. It was 13 years ago you retired, and Serena Williams was playing back then. She's still playing now. Can you believe that this year she's going for a, a calendar Grand Slam? Yeah, it's amazing. What a great achievement. And uh, the, the French Open, I think, was her biggest hurdle, and she got that, and she's full of confidence. But it would be different for her just because of the attention and the media attention. But, you know, when you're the best player in the world, you're the best player in the world, no matter what's going on. I wish her nothing but the best, and it'd be great for tennis, great for American tennis, and um, I hope she does it. And thanks, Pete. Okay, no problem. So there's Pete Sampras. Fascinating to hear his thoughts about the game today, wasn't it? And how right he was about that Djokovic-Murray rivalry. They'll face off for the fifth time this year in Montreal. And uh, if you think back, it's now eight wins in a row for Djokovic against Murray, dating all the way back to that Wimbledon final in 2013. That was the last win for Murray. So can he get another one? We'll be talking about that in the next tennis podcast. There's lots to talk about, isn't there? All the match wins of Belinda Bencic in Toronto, including her victory over Serena Williams last night. There's obviously all the fallout from Nick Kyrgios and the uh, words he uttered on the court. We'll be discussing that too. And you can also get updates on that Sampras Melise final of the Optima Open by following ATP Champs Tour on Twitter or going to atpchampionstour.com. We'll talk about it on the podcast as well and we'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.